Let's connect. This is Network Radio. Very excited to be hosting this gentleman today to help us unpack a topic called Life, Passion versus Purpose. Now, this gentleman, I've known him since 2013. We've been in contact with each other over the years. I started seeing his latest posts on his social media platforms, be it on Instagram, LinkedIn, and of course on Facebook, where he's talking about passion, purpose, and always constantly asking yourself the question, why am I here on this planet Earth? So to help me understand the difference and also help me unpack uh, that question, passion, driving your purpose, or is it the other way around? I'll leave it up to him to share more with us. Mr. Tommy Banda. <laughs> it sounds like there will be a drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks for having me around, Devin. It's, it's a pleasure to be on the platform. Yeah. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm really good. Um, energy levels are high, so mm-hmm. it's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, the, the podcast. Yes. I titled it Life, Passion versus Purpose. Yeah, great stuff. Very interesting topic as well. Because that's what you've been busy with. Yes, it's been part of me, I think, for a while. And if you work on it time and again, yeah. just like your career or anything else, it, yeah. it gets to be more and more crystal. Uh-huh. And the better it is, actually, the more people get attracted to it. So it's quite an amazing experience to, mm. to know what your purpose is and to know the difference between purpose and passion at the same time. It's mm. also very, very good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Here's a scenario. I'm running a business. Yep. Am I meant to run that business or am I running the business that I want to run? Let's take it a, a step back yeah. a little. Um, in South Africa, we've got a, a lovely buzzword, or in the business circles actually, yeah. where people talk about entrepreneurship. Yeah. And, that's, and that's way different from um, self-employment. Yeah. You know, I always say that if you want to see whether you are a business person mm-hmm. or an entrepreneur, because there's a, a huge difference. Yes. In the entrepreneur, you come up with a certain solution and you supply certain people or you service certain people and it makes you a certain income and then it grows. Yeah, I've got to put emphasis on growth. Mm-hmm. And then you've got a category of people who, based on the career, based on the skill that they have, decide that they will pursue a money-making interest. Yes. All right. Uh-huh. And that I call self-employment. So mm-hmm. a money-making interest uh-huh. is self-employment because... You literally, you know, if you, if you listen to a lot of what we describe as entrepreneurs in our mm. country, our people would say, I had the skill, um, got retrenched, or I had the skill from a tertiary institution, but I could not find employment. Mm. Therefore, I started a business. Mm-hmm. That was self-employment. It starts to be a viable business that lives on its own when you can be away from it mm-hmm. and it functions. Now, that's, that's different. You are not the business. You're not the business. So, in other words, you run a radio station and you're the only guy behind the microphone you source out your own adverts you play probably three slots in a week for instance if you're a guy like that you're self-employed but if a station leaves to host presenters and you don't need to be there they only invite you on a ceremonial occasion when it's a birthday for a radio station or some great guy comes through to spend a billion rands in your station yeah then you are running a business So self-employment is the part where you are the only source, you are the only guy who is 100% literally involved Mm. day to day in that business. You are the accountant. Mm -hmm. Even if you source them, you are the accountant. You are the sales guy. Mm. You are the MD. You are everything. So in that case, literally, you're just self-employed. 
you know and and, and i think sometimes we we like and it's good we like to go a step further and say uh, i'm entrepreneur or i'm enterprising that's good you're making money yeah. but be honest with yourself so that you have a chance to grow yeah. i'm self employed mm, and that's mm, it mm. looking at south africa today yes high rate of business failures yeah what do you think is the m- main cause of the high number of business failures that we get in this country it's because from the word go the definition of business was not the interest that you had mm. that's that's the number one failure um you don't fail if you set out something to achieve yourself and it's clear to you mm. you fail if it's one a trend that you are following because everybody else thinks it works or they 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 are functioning within it and you think you want to follow through yeah number two, you 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 fail in it because it was an alternative to the core mm. all right so in south africa we've got a lot of shelved business people for instance look look at the government sector which is probably one of the most funding uh, or model yeah i go and i tender today mm. system says if i get them maybe three four times i don't know what it is mm-hmm. we have to give other people a chance now uh, is uh, there such yeah. a system look they, they w- w- okay if if we were to be straight about it yeah. and say but this guy had a tender of road construction here yeah. he can't be having a road construction over there we've yeah. got to give someone else a chance building classrooms in pumalanga you know what i mean so yeah. uh, you will, it's it's not possible to get 10 tenders of consistently supplying mm. building material to a school so in that case yeah. yes you make a quick buck you get a great house you've got fancy offices in in newtown so let's be decent let's not say rosebank so in newtown you drive a fancy car and sure you've got a business card yeah. so when we meet you you're a businessman mm-hmm. but actually you only did administrative work you completed a document yeah. you went to sourced quotations mm-hmm. you went and made money out of the quotations you sourced via markup yeah and that's who you are that's so When I see you as a young man, mm. I see a businessman in you because that's what you tell me. Mm-hmm. But because when these funds come through you have immediate needs, household stuff. Mm. You take care of those things. You don't reinvest in now creating mm. a business. Yeah. You will fail. So you'll be a company that exists on a shelf that sars can't get through anything to fire uh, them. So everybody ends up saying, well that's another uh, business case study of uh, black men failing in yeah. business. Well, it's yes, not. It's not. You an administrator. Yeah. That was that's what we were. So there was in essentially there was no entrepreneurship. No, no, no. It was What's just an opportunity that you My brother, let's took be advantage of. Let's be honest. Yeah. Going on site, get a briefing, mm. tender document, complete it, oh, yeah. submission and then appointment. Mm. Really? Yeah. And I'm not I'm not saying that's not good business. Yeah. And you're not undermining I'm them. not I, undermining them. I, If we fail mm. to view that concept as a platform mm. to make business or to establish a business we are in the wrong sector you're right because i mean a lot of people do exactly that get the contract buy fancy cars do whatever and don't reinvest in the business so that's why we would have uh, issues of business failure mm. i was reading um, a couple of weeks ago about uh, bill gates apparently failed four times in four household garages mm. his own friends yeah. um, a certain relative and eventually went to his mom's place mm. But look at Microsoft today. Today, yeah. So if Bill Gates was a tendering person, we might not have Microsoft mm. today. So all the failures that Bill Gates went through it's because he was consistent in producing a product that is going to assist the technology we use today. Mm. Same thing can be found about Steve Jobs. Now those are entrepreneurs, very resolute and very steadfast in what they want to produce and they are convinced about it. Mm. So in our case, we have a quick um, a quick scheme to make money. Um, and and, and I'm, I'm grateful to the government for doing it sure, sure. but unfortunately it's not sustainable mm. it's not sustainable passion and purpose yep 
<laughs> That's your heart. <laughs> <laughs> just just uh, expand a little on these two yeah. for me. Look, I would make examples based on reading and yeah. personal experience. Sure. I'm I'm convinced. Um there are five questions that a person would have. <laughs> where am I? Mm. Where am I from? Why am I here? Mm. What am I looking for? And where am I going? Yeah. Those five questions basically will define purpose. Mm. And it has nothing to do with passion. Yeah. Had a long discussion with a certain group about the same subject 2 months ago. Purpose is the literal reason of your existence mm. on earth. Literally on earth. Your being. Who you are meant to yeah. be, the task you are meant to fulfill, and when it's done, mm. you go. I've, I've, I'll give you an example of certain people that I read about, and this has nothing to do with a value system, mm. but observing them and you study about them. I'm, I, I read quite a number of books, but one of the books that makes me understand people who have purpose, funny enough, mm. and this is not religiously based, yeah. is the Bible. Yeah. You find interesting people who have purpose, they might have certain things that they are passionate about, yeah. but it's not the key thing. So let me give you one example. When I was starting the issue of the difference between purpose and passion for myself, I picked every movie, every book that was written passion. If mm. it had passion, I would pick it up. Because yeah. I really wanted to understand what is my passion. And it made me to realize also that what I want to do has nothing to do with who I meant to be. Okay, say that again. What, what I want, want to, to do, do has nothing to do with what I meant to be. Mm-hmm. And that takes longer. These are the reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Firstly, we go to school, we are taught certain disciplines. Mm. That kind of hides who you really are and what you are meant to do. But it builds passion. Okay. Because all of a sudden, you cease from being Tami Banda. You become a Tami Banda who wants to be a doctor. Yeah. All right? Uh-huh. The education system is helping you there. Culture, this, the way we treat people, the way we relate with people, mm-hmm. changes who you are. And in the long run in your heart, you discover that, oh, yeah, I'm a medical doctor, but actually I don't like to interact with people. And suddenly, the environment that makes you money, that ends a living for you, needs people. Like you go into business, but you don't like networking. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, you say, and you say, I don't know how come I don't have contacts. Yeah. <laughs> Same concept. Sure. So if you go back to the Bible and I tell you that, mm. I'll give you two characters that shook my mind when I understood passion and their purpose. Uh, there's, there's, one, is, one looks like a saint mm. and one became a saint in the end. Okay. So, so they're interesting. Yeah. So I found two people that that book speaks about longer or much more. Yeah. One character is Jesus. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of books written about him. The other character is Paul. There's a lot of books he has written. So these are two characters that have a lot more information in that book. Just mm. two. Mm. But those two guys have an interesting thing when they die that they say. One says it's finished. That's Jesus. Mm. Paul says, now I'm ready to die because I have done what I was supposed to do. He writes it. Now, my question is, how did he get to know yeah. that he is done? And it made me to understand that, look, if you have purpose, you are not threatened. But there are many things that those guys were famous about that had nothing to do with purpose. So let's look at them. Mm. You look at the movie Passion of the Christ, like I told you, anything that I had passion, I would get. Yeah, yeah. I think the movie is misplaced in the title. It should have been the purpose. The guy came to die according to how he says this is finished. So you reckon he, it was supposed to be titled? He came to die. So it was supposed to be purpose of Christ. Mm. But funny enough, 
There are great people who will tell you he healed, mm-hmm. he comforted. Yeah. That's what he's passionate about. It's part of who he is. But it's not the purpose. The purpose? The purpose was to die. Literally, if you ask a Christian <laughs> about the purpose <laughs> of that guy, they say, "Hey, that guy died for our sins, dog." That's yeah, what he died for. Oh yeah, cook- that's the purpose. All the other things he did yeah. were in line with the purpose, but he was passionate about them. He had a chance to ignore a blind man. He had a chance to ignore a person who is sick. Yeah. He had a chance to say, "No, no, no, that's not what I came here for." And when he dies, he says, "This is what I came here for, and I fulfilled it." Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But he was passionate about those things because there was a sense of humanity, uh, humanity within him, and an art of service. Mm. Paul, the other side, that guy apparently was sold before. His job, when he was sold, was to kill Christians. Kill Christians. And then one day, apparently, on a Damascus road, a coat we have in business every time, yeah. apparently he meets the Christ. And the Christ says to him, ah, but wh- why, why are you doing this to me? Yeah. You know? And he becomes blind and someone prays for him and gets his eyes opened. Mm. And he spends his entire life explaining that small experience. How he gets forgiven. And one of the greatest challenges I have when I read about him is, how does he go back to families of the children that he had killed who were Christians? And he says, oh no, I'm one of you now. But they accept him. They accept him because it's purpose. It's purpose now. That's that's deep though. Passion at that time was wiping out these people. Destroy them. But funny enough, purpose would always be closer to who you are every day. But you you, you might misinterpret it. But because <laughs> I know, I know it can yeah, be confusing. No, I, mean, I, can <laughs> I can because let me let me give you an example. Mind rushing right now. Yeah, <laughs> let me let me give you an example. Yeah. Generally, talking is not a problem for me. Mm. Generally, mm. and funny enough, in workspaces, I found myself being pushed to talk to people. Mm-hmm. You do a great presentation, yeah. brand X or whatever the case might be. Sure, and everybody says, "Oh, this guy is so." Passionate, you know, he leaves what he's talking about, mm-hmm. and we understand him. We feel his energy. You move, you get promoted. Someone replaces you, and you mentor the person. But everybody you meet, they say, "Ah, but it's not the same, eh? Mm-hmm. Hey, it's not you, man." But then you realize, hang on. Whenever I talk to people, be it football, yeah. be it work, everywhere, they want to listen. The greatest question I had was, "Am I having relevant stuff to say?" Yeah, yeah. And that's when I realized. You are given a task to speak something. Yeah. But go and find relevant information to share. The example would be a sh- very shy person. Yeah. But then when he's, he or she steps on stage or in the boardroom, it's a totally different person. I, I thought you were going to mention him direct. We've got a, par- a, pr- a practical example in South Africa. Mm. Nobody can doubt that President Mbegi is laid back. He's a very laid back guy. I don't even think... He's not aloof, though. No, 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 no. I don't think so. No, no, no. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. In a couple couple of uh, meetings where I've observed him, you know, I've I've not had personal interaction, but by observation, he's a laid-back guy. But give him a microphone. He's going to challenge your thought. That's where he goes on. Right. Now, if you told him your job is a microphone, he probably would have not taken it. But if someone came to him and said... You have so much information that you need to impact to other people. It probably would excite him. Yeah. Because he always left everybody with something to think about. With a sense of being accountable for a certain action. Mm. Right? Mm. So, you actually discover that purpose is always alive in you. But you don't pick it up because you have to speak to it. You have to ask. You have to ask purpose. Who are you to me? How do you do that though? Straight talk. That's how you do it. Just like you just said just, now. Yeah. Do, you, do you know why? 
Because every time you have a question, you are willing to listen, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if you ask people, look, why am I here? What am I supposed to do? Do you know that you will find space to listen to those questions? You really will. Because if it bothers you enough yeah. and the environment keeps on talking to you but it's not answering the question, yeah, yeah. the environment will sideline you from it and the question will constantly speak to you. You just said I'm, I must speak out and ask purpose. Yes, What you am do. I here for? You do. Yeah. Because number one, in order for you to know your purpose, yeah. and we'll touch on passion, but in order for you to know your purpose, yeah. you have to know what purpose is. Mm. And nobody wants to be in any place for no reason. Yeah. Right. So it goes beyond saying, why am I here? Mm. It goes to saying, what is purpose? Oh, okay. The meaning to what I'm doing or the meaning to the existing moment that I have. Mm. Cool. So I have this moment. So why am I having it? I now know that I have it, but why am I having it? Do you know if all of us ask that question before any action we do, we'll have no crime, no women would be raped, no woman would be killed. Mm. Because you would know that if a woman says, yeah, I love you, your yeah. purpose is to say you are secured in the love you offer. Mm -hmm. that's it because that's why you want to keep her it, it, she's secured with you but if you if you misinterpret that part you are out you're really really out so you have to ask the question mm. purpose I know that you've given me a chance to be here but why mm. it took me a flight to London to pick it up it was exciting I'm yeah. a young man you're posting on Instagram flying everywhere great countries yeah. got a great brand that everybody admires yeah. and, and, and everybody says oh wow you know I wish I can be that guy one day I woke up, it's so nice to be in business class in those days. Mm -hmm. You wake up, everybody's asleep. Take a walk, come back to your seat. And then I said to myself, but when you were born, you didn't think of flight. Yeah. Why are you here? And what purpose are you serving in being here? Is it always about you? And when you are fulfilled, what does it do to somebody else? So if you had to go and speak to a boy who is 10 years old, who admires your life, what would you say you are doing? And how can you encourage another person to do the same? Mm. It's, it goes beyond saying, this is my job. It has to be a calling. And there are people that I know that would look at a street kid. I mean, we see them every day mm. and they'll cry. Mm. Literally have tears because they are meant to run homes mm. for these kids. They just, they just don't realize it yet. They just don't realize it yet. And, 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 and they weep. You see... A, a child who is doing very well at school but yeah. cannot afford uniform. And, and, and you're thinking, I, I wish I could do something about it. Mm. It comes to you because you are the one who can do something about <laughs> it. <laughs> Purpose is talking to you. But do you, th do you think at times people are scared of the answer? If you ask Purpose, what am I here for? Oh no! It what might I'm take you to a direction that you don't really want to go into. What I'm going to give you as an answer is really going to scare you too. Is it? If your purpose does not scare you, yeah. it's not it. Ah. If it doesn't scare you, mm. I was talking to a group of young people two days ago. It's four, literally four, and I like to speak to few people because they get a chance to ask questions. Yeah. And this lady um, sings in, in a church. Apparently, she's part of the worship team, okay. and she says to me. You know, I've done this so many times. I said, yes, but if it doesn't scare you every time you take a microphone, stop it. It's no longer you. Mm. It must scare you because it must be an honor to be under your purpose. Okay. You see, we are getting closer to passion. Yeah. Passion, you can wake up and do it whether people <laughs> observe you or they don't. Well, the purpose scares you. Okay. Whether money comes in or not. Yeah, yeah. Whether money comes in or not. Like, you know what? Yeah. Uh, I'm not drunk, yeah. but I'm in a club. 
I'm going to go and dance. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Peppers will tell you, you know, genuinely, as I'm in a club, mm. that gentleman has had one too many. Mm. Let me just go and whisper to him, do you have Uber? Mm-mm-mm. Even if he doesn't respond positively to me, I've done my part. Yeah. Yeah. Peppers is like that. It scares you. It gives you the part that says, should I? Shouldn't I? There are better people who can do it. But because it came to you, it's actually yours. Let's go back to the two guys. Who would have wanted to come to die? Mm. Really? Just come and Can't die. of anyone. <laughs> and not for your wrong. Yeah. For other people's wrong. Yes. Yeah. Not for your wrong. Okay? Look at Paul. All the books he wrote, he was in prison. When he was killing people, no one arrested him. <laughs> when he was doing the right thing, he got arrested. Do you know why? Because Peppers will tell you, in order for you to do me very well, you must be in a secluded place. <laughs> <laughs> you, you touched on Bible a couple of times. Yeah. Um, I take it that's the center in terms of the direction. In my life. Yeah. It is. Mm. And I'll tell you for two reasons. Mm. <clears throat> it promotes the art of service within me. Mm-hmm. And it gives me a sense of direction. Yeah. And I'll tell you why the art of service. You know, in business terms, uh, we invest money in research. Yeah. What they call this demographics. Uh, and then you say, okay, I'm going to market my product this way. I'm going to advertise here. I'm going to mm-hmm. advertise there. Right. Are you aware that if we don't look after the demographics that we get, there's no place to do the business? Yeah. Because the market disappears. Mm-hmm. So it's in our interest that people should be alive and we make money. Mm. So if what I do benefits me, only me, do you know I will not even have a heart for my son? Because it's about me. The center is me. Yeah. But if I know that my son is going to the next grade next year, he needs stationery, he needs better uniform, mm. his school fees to be paid, yeah. there is a sense of direction to give, which gives me a sense of direction to serve. Mm. Right? Because he will not appreciate it one day that the father could buy him a Porsche at metric, but the dad was not there. So serving this boy includes spending time with him. So it gives me that center. And, 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 and it helps me a great deal. But I'm always careful that my religious values do not infringe on someone whom I have to help out or discuss with a situation which they find themselves in and they have not yet developed a value system. At work. <laughs> which one is closer? Do you pull on passion at work or is there purpose involved in there as well? I'm talking about your... My, my day-to-day. Yeah. I have every day I'm given because of purpose mm. to start with. That includes minutes and hours. Yeah. So purpose is the first key. So when I get to work because of the task that is written down, mm-hmm. I might use passion yeah. to complete the task. To complete the task, yeah. But because genuinely, remember, I interact with people mm. and I ask myself the question, what is it that is positive that you are living with those people? I don't forget the purpose of each individual I meet, even though at the boardroom we were in each other's throats because yeah. of passion. But purpose supersedes that. Mm. And I can give you a perfect example. Okay. The same characters. Let's look at one. Mm. Apparently one day Jesus goes to a temple, finds people making money. Yes. And he takes a whip and he beats them. Yeah. This is the man who is meant to die for people. Yeah goes and inflicts pain on them. Because at that time, purpose was higher. It reminded him, my death is also about the real establishment of this house. So if I don't preserve it, my death is also null and void. They will say, well, he might have died for us, but in which temple should we worship him? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. So at that point, 
he was literally at the center of the purpose and that story of the beating by the way yeah resembles his life because at some point he describes himself as a temple so he whipped people into line by whipping himself yes right so if you look at it in that way you will never you will never escape your purpose on daily basis but passion may be the interface that people interact with mm. every day but your purpose will be the same Mm-mm. yeah uh, and and by the way my value system does not mean i'm holy yeah no i'm pursuing it okay. it doesn't mean i'm perfect i'm pursuing it if i was perfect i'd be dead i get the sense that you you, you say purpose is more powerful yes uh, in one's life yes it is and then passion is is secondary yeah yes so let me give you an example why you know no one is born with a surname so literally at least we can run away from biblical principles so let's just say in, if you are aware that i didn't have a surname when i was born mm. i was given a name mm-hmm. and after they gave me a name they assumed the surname they had to be mine too okay yeah because they believe that surname yes yeah. they, they didn't have to you know when your child your child is born mm. and you might have seen this little boy and you say so what's the name you've never asked the surname so what's the name they said no the name is Tommy yeah they assume that you should be a banda why because by virtue of being born into this family you can live up to the responsibilities that that surname demands mm. that's why when you do something wrong in your family they will ask you this question wingane ka ban wen you out of line yeah you out of line yeah, yeah. and immediately when you are in line as well they don't tell you but they can tell other people good because they want to own up yeah. to who you are because you are living up to the standard that the surname has brought but if you are looking at your name it it is used probably 40% in your life when you get to the 50s they stop calling stop calling you herman except they are in you know in your circles Circle, yeah. they, they start to use the surname yeah. because they assume you are an adult no you are returning to the ownership of definition Sure. Yes. So, purpose would always supersede passion. Passion is found for tasks that we have on our daily basis. So, for an entrepreneur, yeah, asking the question, am I running the business I'm meant to run or am I running the business that I want to run? How would you come up with a, a process of understanding that? Every successful business is designed to serve. Yeah. Money is a bonus. Mm. If you go for money, you'll be frustrated because every business in the beginning stage demands you to spend yeah. money yeah. I, and i'm using the word spend mm. not trying to be fancy and say invest mm. spend it to have branding is spending money mm. to to buy a laptop mm. it's spending money airtime is spending money and it's going to hit you like that because literally investment is when you have a decent outlook on returns here you are doing everything and there's no guaranteed return yeah. one of the most fascinating thing in business that i've learned I was associated with Scotch whiskey for a very long time. And the very first Scotch whiskey that I got associated with um the youngest bottle they made in the beginning was 7 years old. Mm-hmm. And it was successful. But the biggest question I had was so this guy employed people including his family. Yeah. Made a product. Kept it for 7 years kept without selling it. Years, yeah. But paying people month to month mm-hmm. for a product that has never been tried in the market. Only 7 years later. Only 7 years later. Yeah. Can you actually discover? Mm. if it works or it doesn't work now my biggest question is would you have called it an investment 
when you still have guesswork in return mm. it was spending money it was spending money and if those if the money didn't come through mm. you'd have to redo it again, again if you yeah. were still having a desire to do it or to make whiskey mm. so i asked the guys that so your 7 year old bottle mm. how many bottles did you sell uh, they said their salesman had to knock at 180 doors without success and the 181st door was a success because the wife to the salesperson said how can you sell a product that you are priding yourself that it's been 7 years in maturation but you don't give people a chance to taste it because mm. in those days whiskies were not being even matured for more than a 12 month cycle yeah. they were drinking it as moonshine so tasting it was the distinction between the goodness of the whiskey and moonshine now if you bring it back to an entrepreneur that am i doing what i want to do or i'm just doing what i have to do yeah. i would say it is advisable to do what you really want to do because no matter what failure yeah. you might encounter mm-hmm. you would create your own reality cool yeah so the eye on the prize should be driven by purpose consistently yeah. if i am a business person and i'm selling fat cakes mm. my purpose with the fat cakes is to feed people mm. it's not sell fat cakes yeah. it's people who make the sale because they are buying my duty is i get the right flour i get i spend my time mixing this dough i get the right oil to fry this thing up because i want to feed them and when they are paying they are paying because they didn't take the time yeah. so they are not yeah. paying for the product they are paying for not taking time and that's all they are paying for so if your mind is consistently on serving yeah. money will be an, an automatic return mm. yeah. so in in your interaction wh- what has been an eye opener in terms of people's journey in self discovery lack of legacy uh. in order to be successful in life we've got to we got to think the end uh. and work it backwards you know we we always say yeah yesterday yesterday is gone and i always ask myself this question if my elder son or my children at some point needed to stand on a podium and speak about their dad uh. what will they say um friends what will they say and if what i think they can say today about me doesn't excite me i have power to change it now yeah so that it excites me because at that point i would even have no chance to dispute their facts mm. or their reality mm-hmm. so you change it now so i think the end i think my legacy first today because legacy is not what i leave when i'm dead it's what i do when i'm alive yeah so i think about it today yeah. that my end should look like this and i also want to die a death that would say to myself at least i'm done I must go. I don't want my grave. I want my grave to be the first grave in the world where people will say the most empty and dull grave you can go to Egatame because he died with everything out there. Then for people to associate me with the neighbors in the graveyard who would have died and everybody says the richest place on earth is in the grave because great ideas are there. No, I want to die empty. That's my intention. Empty. So, to a point that if I need to be buried naked, who cares? Yeah. I'm empty as long as I'm done. Mm. Fine. That's me. You get given a million bucks. Yep. Today, what's the plan of action? If I had a million rands right now. Yeah. The first plan of action is to go to a bank and keep it because I had never planned for it. <laughs> Dude, I have never had that answer. <laughs> No, uh, look, I, I have needs. Yeah. But have I informed a decision that supplies them? Mm. Not yet. So I get a million dollar check, yeah, right now. Yeah. I'll go to the nearest bank and put it there and pause. 
and then mm. go to the people that have always associated with me whom I used to tell mm. if I mm-hmm. or if I could and say to them there is a million dollars you remember my ifs mm. what can we do mm-hmm. you'll get guidance amazing guidance and why am i saying that mm. i was once retrenched and i got a beautiful check beautiful check yeah and i did what i thought i should do with that money in my hands mm-hmm. eight months later in the gym i meet a guy he's a taxi owner says to me you know look he doesn't know my story yeah says you know people think taxi business um has got a lot of uh, bad behavior and, and deaths and stuff like yeah. that says can i invite you to our general meet an, an annual meeting mm. i went to the igm it was in dobsonville mm-hmm. more than 3000 people who are taxi owners great cars outside mm. do you know those guys meet once and they never discuss anything they meet for elections yeah i will not mention the association okay cool yeah then they leave and that guy says the meeting is done i'll meet these guys next day if i'm alive yeah. and do you know how many taxi owners we've lost i said no says we attend funerals of their children who die normal deaths or if he's sick as an owner yeah. and he dies no one gets shot here mm. and i said but i used to think he said yes if you had money right now i will tell you the certificate costs 50000 rands that's what he said mm. to deposit the quantum is going to be around 70000 rands okay so that's about 120 yeah. and he says the quantum will give you guaranteed post everything 20000 rands a month mm. he's got 13 well he had 13 at the time yeah and when i thought how much i had thrown into my, my house because <laughs> i was worried about possible eviction sure, sure. paid off my credit card i realized that This actually the windfall yeah. of retrenchment was an opportunity of business only if mm. i took that check and paused yeah If I had paused and met that guy, probably I would be having 26 taxis by now. Mm. I mean, he told me guaranteed 20,000 rands and then he started to break it down for me. He says, "When I joined, I wanted a business model this way. Mm. One taxi must pay for my house, one taxi must pay for the tuition fee, mm. one must be for the entertainment in the household, yeah. and one must look after my wife." So whenever money comes through every month my wife earns 20 grand. Yeah. That's it for staying at home. So each taxi has has a, an assignment. Yeah. So when they start to give birth to others, that's what he saves mm. bra i was angry with myself i don't pray for retrenchment but if a windfall came my way yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'll pause and think about it yeah so that's why i would pause so in wrapping up yeah um the youth of today oof it's getting me i mean like i know i know a lady that had this idea of going to high schools um and i'll use you as an example yeah, people yeah. such as yourself yeah but that i mean you um have a career generate um income and you get involved with spreading messages that positively impact um people's lives sure so get people such as yourself into school halls and target i think at the time it was grade 8 yeah before they go 10 11 12 yeah grade 8 and spend about an hour or two uh both male and female sure um on stage sharing your story yeah just to impart that positivity yeah um and i guess also asking them or giving them insights yeah. to ask purpose yeah what am i here for yeah because 
sad as it is, most of them don't get such opportunities yeah. to pause and question yourself and to listen yeah, sure. to words of wisdom. Yeah. You. What do you think can be done to positively spread words of wisdom to, to our youth? My, my response to this is going to probably make you really, really think. Mm. <clears throat> if, uh, if I had a teacher in my school days mm. who was 23 and only taught me probably mathematics for one year at grade 10 now, which mm. is your standard eight in my time. Yeah. Um, and it takes um, retirement in South Africa is probably the age of 65. Yeah. So we assume he's male. Yeah. Or even 60 if she's female, sure. for that matter. Yeah. It will be interesting to think of it this way. That teacher has not retired yet. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I did my grade 10 in 1994. To the teacher still. Yeah, that teacher. If that teacher was 24 at that time, yeah. she's only 48. Uh-huh. So, okay, the okay. current system that is producing the young person is old system. Mm. From a teaching perspective. So, before we talk about what do we do with the young person, mm. I think we need to do something about the person whom they spend time with longer Long. before we work with them. Yeah. So, great focus is on children. Mm. And I appreciate that. But how much focus are we paying to the teacher? Mm. We need to sit down with the teacher to understand the methods of how the young person works, Mm -hmm. how the world works, and how the work environment demands a candidate. Right? I grew up, there was a guidance teacher. Mm. If the guidance teacher is still there, they don't really know what careers look like now, Mm. to be honest with you. All right? So I think basics are a teacher as a guardian and I as a parent need to adapt to the times to produce a young person that is relevant. A collective if we want a young person to be relevant, yeah. but we are irrelevant to the times, mm-hmm. who are they going to account to? Mm. So if I'm saying, no, 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 my child, you are not meant to have a cell phone because my neighbor's child is on some pornographic material. Yeah. How am I supposed to monitor if my child is using my phone for research really you know homeworks are done on google these days yeah you know so if we don't teach that it will be an issue i'm taking that story from a line mentioned by mom albertina sisulu a long time back Mm. she says we fought for freedom and then one day we got the freedom day one we got into parliament we had to keep white people to help us for one reason Mm. we didn't even know what a mouse is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> for the computer <laughs> what the heck is a mouse what are you talking about <laughs> you know what i mean so sure. so i think as much as it is a great idea and, and i support i've got a couple of friends who are doing that yeah. um who focus on the young person and uh, closer to my heart to a young man yeah but i also think in a school environment let's also go back to teachers yeah. i was in a school at cosmos city right now mm-hmm. wrapping up and one teacher was available to listen to young people, almost 50 of them being taught. So on Monday, mm. when these young people dispersed to their classes, what impact of continuity did what we do today yeah. remain with them if the teachers were absent mm. when we we're impacting the same knowledge? Mm. So we need to start with the teachers. Start with the teachers. Yes. Sir, this was meant to be a very short uh, <laughs> discussion. Yeah, it was wild. Um, <laughs> wild and wide. We're we, we going to have to continue. Okay. Obviously, um, I'd love to do a series. Okay, cool. Perhaps yeah. even even once this is, is, is published and it's out there on our platform, I'll engage our followers 
um, our listeners, uh, people in my circle as well. Yes. There's a gentleman called Mr. Tami Banda. This is what he does. <laughs> um, Don't scare me. We, we're starting a podcast series. Yeah. And just get involved. Input questions. Appreciate it. Um, areas that they, they, they might want to get into. No, I appreciate it, man. It's a great platform and it's always nice to provoke uh, thoughts mm. and um, to also learn after you provoke a thought to say, no, 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 that, that's not how I see it. Mm. And, 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 and that's what has made me to be who I am. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Cool. Mr. Tommy Banda, uh, how do people get hold of you on, uh, on social media? Oh, uh, well... I'm trying to be as fancy as the young people that they do that do these things when they are being interviewed after a hip hop session. <laughs> uh, it's uh, uh, it's Tammy Panda on on on, on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, it's Panda underscore Tammy on uh, Twitter and Instagram respectively. I think you still find Tammy Panda on LinkedIn. Yeah. Hey, the easiest way to get hold of me is via my website. It's just TammyPanda.com, and that's nice. it. Yeah. Thank you very much. Cool man. Network Radio. Let's connect.